1: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com. Tim Murray is the co-host of Vsin Live weeknights from 6 until 9 Eastern. He's also the host of College of Vsin's college football betting podcast. He's on Twitter at @1TimMurray. All right, Tim, I was going to lead with Who's the best team in the ACC Coastal? But I'm not going to put anyone on the spot there because I don't think anyone needs to answer that. What do we make of this Kentucky-Ole Miss line? Because my first instinct was seven feels too many, and now I've talked myself into really liking Ole Miss because... It feels like Kentucky's a trendy dog. I was ready to give you a full dissertation on, you know, how Gene Chiswick, mm-hmm. after getting
2: absolutely pummeled last week, is, you know, really going to turn it around there for
1: you. Well, you know, he has won
2: national championships at Auburn and Texas, as Mac has told us. Just a quick aside, because this is what I do when I join you guys. That game, I call it the neighbor-Nick theory. I don't have a neighbor named Nick, but it's, it's the neighbor theory when your neighbor who kind of casually looks at sports says, Hey, North Carolina is only a two-point favorite against Notre Dame. Notre Dame can't score. I love North Carolina. I'm like, okay, Notre Dame's winning this game by a lot of points. I did the same
1: thing. If it makes you feel better, I did the same thing with my wife last night. She asked, "How are the how are the Bengals, Bengals the favorite? favorite?" and I I literally went and bet on the Bengals. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's it doesn't always work. Nothing in gambling
2: mm-hmm. always works. And and now you're getting so many more people with different opinions, so it's not as clear, but you can find you can knife through it and find some some interesting spots that uh that you want to that you want to play. But I move I move on to uh to what you asked about Kentucky and Ole Miss. Uh, I'm with you, man. I So I'm in a contest uh, here in town. Uh, William Hill puts on a college football betting contest. You have to pick eight games against a spread each week. So Ole Miss wouldn't be my favorite bet of the week, but I, I totally agree. I think it is a trendy dog. And, you know, <laughs> not that he is uh, the be-all, end-all, but, uh, you know, Scott Van Pelt. Yep. And uh, so – I'll tell you a quick story. So I'm from D.C. Scott Van Pelt's from D.C. I don't know him personally, but his best friend who he has bet with his whole entire life that went to college together is a radio host in D.C. His name is Kevin Sheehan, Mm -hmm. and he has a uh, a, a, has had a segment for for years called the smell test, which is essentially the same exact (laughs) thing as what Van Pelt does every night. Uh, every Thursday on winners, which is that ugly dog or that perceived popular play. He goes the other side. And two games last night that he pinpointed was Ole Miss laying seven and Iowa State lay in three against Kansas. I got Kansas. that one on the card, too. So, uh, yeah, I, I have not played. So I will play Ole Miss in my contest. It's, uh, it's a stale line at six and a half. But I love Iowa State. Uh, against Kansas. Kansas is playing phenomenal football, you know, props to Lance Leipold, props to Jalen Daniels, their quarterback, you know, people saying they should be ranked. I think they should be ranked. I also think they're going to lose this weekend at home to Iowa State. Uh, so, yeah, a, a trendy dog is one that you uh, you do want to fear very hard, because uh, when you see that casual better saying, oh, that's too many points, Is it though? Sometimes you have to think that.
1: What here's my here's my question? You've now brought up this casual, better neighbor Nick. How do you identify (laughs) sports? How do you identify neighbor Nick? When I start asking you questions, well, that's what I was to say. Am I neighbor Nick? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Usually, (laughs) I'm not. I don't. I can't say that you are or you're not. Neighbor Nick is just a good play on words. I think it has a good little buzz to it. Uh, You know, I call. But but is it like a sign? Do they like
1: this? Is what Kimmel does to Corolla. Every because t- Kimmel always just said like he has Corolla has to bet on the Super Bowl because Kimmel wants to fade him. And it's like 98 mm-hmm. percent of the time it works. <laughs> like, so that's that's what it is. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, and it's
2: yeah, I mean, it's it's honestly been it's it's when you look at a line. All right. I'll give you an example. Last week, we talked about USC, Oregon State. Yep. We said the, the, the general consensus was how is USC less than a touchdown favorite against Oregon State? USC is a top 10 team, and they've been pulverizing teams. So it's almost like you have to train your brain to just kind of, you have to know the sport enough, but when you look at it and you're like, that seems odd. And then if it starts, like, drifting the other way, you know you're on the right side. And uh, that's what Oregon State happened last week. And Oregon State, I think, should have won that game outright. You know, I had to go through some extreme measures to find a way to watch said game. Uh, but I watched every second of it. And it was, uh, honestly, the cover was really never in doubt uh, against uh, against USC. But, yeah, it's one of those. And, and like I said, nothing always works. Uh, I've had years where, you know, playing the contrarian role has been awful. And when you put out contrarian plays on Twitter or, you know, When I talk about them on v oh boy. I mean, those people come out raring to go. Like, oh, you're such an idiot. How could you think that USC wouldn't crush so-and-so? So... Uh, it's, it's a fun, nice little victory lap, though, when it does come home. You're like, yeah, see, told you. Yes, Sometimes always you gotta keep
1: the receipts. Yes.
2: Embrace, as I always say, embrace the stink, the stinky line. If it's a little, like I'll say tonight, guys, UCLA, Washington, that line's a little fishy. Both sides feel like traps. I can't tell which way the trap is. <laughs> <laughs> because it doesn't it feel like, because, you know, it's not all two and a halfs out there, but the sharpest book in my mind when it comes to college football is, is Circus Sports in Las Vegas. And their line is sitting two and a half. It just feels like candy, dang. Angling out there, like, hey, less than a field goal. Why don't you take this two and a half here? They're top fifteen in the country. They've got Michael Penix. He might win the Heisman Trophy. They've got Kalen DeBoer. He always covers. And it's like, ah, just seems too easy, doesn't it? It seems mm-hmm. too easy. So that game scares me. I'll probably end up on UCLA and hold my nose and see if uh, Chip Kelly lets me down in front of what will be a crowd of what like. 32, hundreds, 000, hundreds of people, 32,000 Washington fans and like 14 UCLA fans at the Rose Bowl tonight. So you want to get really
1: dirty in that game?
2: Under? I, I think I'm taking the under. <laughs> there you go. I mean, Usually, if you you're playing agree? unders, it's it's probably the way you want to go.
1: Well, yeah, but like in that game, is it? Like Washington can score, but I don't feel like defensively they put up a lot of resistance. And then, you know, with Chip Kelly, like I sometimes I wonder, like does he ever even, cons- like do they practice defense? Because sometimes it seems unclear.
2: Uh, yeah, that's kind of, uh, it's kind of been their MO. So, I mean, and what do we know about UCLA? We don't know anything. South Um, Alabama should have beaten them. That's what I know. South Alabama should have beat them. Uh, they were trailing to Bowling Green. Um, you know, they beat Colorado, who's essentially an FCS program at this point. (laughs) So it's like, what, what do we know about UCLA and Washington you know, the win over um, the win two weeks ago over Michigan State certainly doesn't look as impressive now that they just got absolutely boat raced by Minnesota. I think they were like outgained by like 400 yards in that game. So uh, I'm fascinated to see that game tonight, guys. That that game really intrigues me. I know it's really late for, for folks in the central time zone, but uh, Washington, UCLA should be a fun one tonight.
1: I, I'm curious does one win over an F, uh, like a low level D1 school? give you faith that Alabama can cover against Arkansas.
2: Anytime you fade Nick Saban and you lose, you're like, why did I do that? I mean, it was like fading Bill Belichick like five years ago. You're like, God, I just, I like the spot for Arkansas. Sam Pittman has thrived in the role of underdog. They're coming off of this just brutal loss against Texas A&M. So, you know, you've seen the 17 and a halfs go away. And, you know, I think Alabama, no, You have to preface it by saying it's still Alabama. They still have the best quarterback, in my mind, most talented, I would say, quarterback in the country. They have the best defensive player in the country in Will Anderson. I think the offensive line still has some questions. I mean, I would take the points with Arkansas. At home, catching 17, 17 and a half is is out there. It's kind of a, you know... It might be a situation where you're down forty-two, nothing. Like I did it again. Why did I bet against Nick Saban? But yeah, to me, our Arkansas or Alabama, in my eyes, guys, hasn't proved at least this year. They've proved it over time, but this year they haven't proved that they're worth to be worthy of being seventeen-point favorites over a top fifteen program in my mind. In Arkansas,
1: another you, you mentioned smell test game it feels like <laughs> Mississippi State four oh, and yeah, a half point line, favorite against Texas A and M. Maybe
2: that one stinks. Mm. So you're telling me that an unranked team is a four-point favorite? And it's over, been, yeah, it's been moving over all- the 17th ranked team in the country. Mm-hmm. I wrote this game up for vsyn.com. So anyone listening, I need you to drive those two and a half hours and ring that damn cowbell as loud as you can all afternoon long. Cause I am on the dogs in this spot. I really like Mississippi State here. Uh, I like the way it's moving. It's up to four pretty much across the board. You know, Mississippi State open as low as one at some spots. You know, I like the fact guys that. We saw Mississippi State bounce back last week. I know it was Bowling Green, but they didn't mess around, right? No, it they was just quite said, quick. Like they, they, they said, got, it
1: was like twenty-eight nothing in the first quarter. They were like, no, no, no. But, well, we, Scott we Leffler just, was not coaching. That's Guys. a great point. They didn't have lefty. <laughs> yeah. You know, Tim. But, I, I don't and, know. And if you let know me put this, this, Tim. The, he's, yeah. he's friends with Tom Brady. Who's Scott Leffler? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's like his in his bio. It's like <laughs> best friend, <laughs> like best friends with Tom Brady. He was groomsman in his wedding. That's what. That's what it is. I need to tell Scott Leffler, I need
2: three more wins, my friend, so I can get to my win total. Cash that total. Yeah, uh, the, the loss to Eastern Kentucky was not ideal, but the <laughs> win over Marshall one, that, helped me out. That um, wasn't
1: in the car But but going
2: back to to this game, and uh, like I said, this was one of the games I actually wrote up for the website uh, at com because l- let's look at Texas a and I mean, they just lost their top wide receiver. They don't have really any dynamic aspects to their offense. And And here's the crazy part about Uh, Texas A&M. So currently, guys, they're ranked 107th nationally in total offense, averaging 321 yards per game. But that includes the win over Sam Houston State. If you remove that, Texas A&M against Miami, App State, and Arkansas is averaging 262 yards per game per game. They have been outgained by an average of 112 yards per game in those three games. They have, uh, lost the uh, first down battle by 32 total first downs in those three games. And Anaya Smith, as I mentioned, their best wide receiver is sideline. So, um, yeah, you're seeing, you're seeing the smart money come in on Mississippi State. And I think it's also a trap spot. Texas A&M just prevailed very fortunately after KJ Jefferson tripped, uh, pretended he was Superman uh, from what like the 4-yard line. Yeah, I think he
1: jumped from the 6 and I think he got hit at the 4. And you return
2: that for a score. Yep. Your field goal kicker hits the top of the upright. I think it's good on college goal posts. Oh, by the way, what did this entire offseason, what was the the, the discussion all offseason? Jimbo versus Saban. When is that game? It's next week. It is next week in Tuscaloosa. I, I like Mississippi State here.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.